Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's Growing in Grace. Growingingrace.org. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joel Brzezinski and Mike Kapler here and uh, getting set to uh, deliver the good news. We are messengers of the gospel. We are uh, trying to uh, help people to be free with the freedom for which Christ has already set us free. A lot of people, Cap, don't realize that in Christ we've already been made free. We have peace with God, having been justified by faith. We have freedom, and uh, Christ wants us to walk in that freedom. We just want people to realize that and to know that so that they can, uh, in, in their lifetime here on earth, they can experience that freedom. How's things with Cap this week? Really good, Joel. You know, I was thinking about what we were talking about last week with this freedom thing, and you'd uh, read just a short excerpt from a letter someone had written to the podcast, and and, uh, and they'd made the statement that they had given up on being free from the struggle with sin, meaning that they were, I, if I'm interpreting correctly, they were to the point of frustration, mm-hmm. and, and, and they were speaking from a, a bleak perspective, uh, a place that that sounded more like defeat than victory. And we know we have the victory in Jesus Christ. And so years ago, we probably said this a lot on the podcast, Joel, but I, I think we Christians are often looking for something from God that has already been provided for us. You could go through a list of things, which maybe if I would have thought ahead, I, I could have started writing a list of things that typically people seek God for or you know, pray for or you know, those kinds of things, they, they're always looking for something that God has already given to us through Jesus Christ. So freedom is one of those things. In fact, um, when it comes to sin, I, I mentioned last week that the reason we don't dwell on sin is here, here's the problem with that, because we, we talked a little bit from Romans chapter 10. There's many other areas, and I'm sorry, uh, Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, and many other areas in Hebrews that we could jump into. But uh, the point is that uh, we've been delivered from what Israel was trapped under, and that was a consciousness of sins, a guilty conscience. Uh, The blood of the animals couldn't take that away, but the blood of Jesus did. And so we don't dwell on that. Um, And I also mentioned it's a good thing to avoid sin. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, sin, it's missing the mark of God's holiness, and it can affect the circumstances in our lives here on earth, there can be a ripple effect where one thing leads to another, and that's just the way it is. Sometimes sin causes pain, it hurts people, and it's just bad. And, and we, we should try to avoid it whenever possible. But if your main focus is on thou shall not, trying not to do the wrong thing all the time, if, if that's the, the centerpiece of your life, then you're going to run into a brick wall. Even Paul talked about this in Romans 7. Maybe you've got that pulled up, Joel. But uh, the, the point is that thou shall not, focusing on not sinning all the time, will actually cause you to fall into sin more often. And what, so what's the alternative? The alternative is Jesus Christ and resting in what he did at the cross and defeating sin. Do we still have the issue with the activity of sin still falling in front of us? 
Yeah, we do. But the good news for us in Christ is that he took sin away. The punishment from those things was taken away. This is so incredible compared to what the Jewish people were under with the law. You know, I'll let you jump in here, Joel, but you know, Paul Paul wrestled with this. The very thing that he thought was going to get him and set off into the right direction turned out to be a real problem for him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Romans Romans 7, you know, Paul says, uh, but sin, sin, taking opportunity by the commandment. Because <laughs> he, he previously says, I wouldn't have known sin except through the law. I wouldn't have known covetousness unless the law has said you shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. And so right there we see that the opposite thing happened from what he thought would happen. He says, I was once alive. I was alive once without the law, but when the commandment came, sin went away? No. <laughs> when the commandment came, sin revived. Sin sprang to life, one version says, and I died. And the commandment which was to bring life, I found to bring death. So it's it's just the opposite. What we're trying to say here, uh, at least at this point, uh, in what, in what we're talking about here is that it's like you were saying last week, Cap, we all struggle. We all have struggles in this life. There are temptations. There are times when we fail, times when we fall, and they're not good. Again, we're not saying that that's good. Uh, we're just saying that there are, we all deal with this in life. But when, we, when our focus is sin, oh man, I've just messed up. How am I going to overcome this? What am I going to do uh, to overcome this? How am I going to do this? Uh, why do I keep doing this sin? The focus there, you see, in our mindset is sin, 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 and overcoming sin. And it has the opposite effect of what we think it will have. It just produces more of it when we're focused on law and on commandments and on trying to overcome sin. And so the answer like you were talking about. Uh, the, the answer is Jesus Christ himself, who has already cleansed us from all sin. And, and so some people will say, well, you're, you're just being light on sin. I'm listening to you guys talk, and you're saying, when I mess up, when I sin, I'm not supposed to go before God and confess that. I'm not supposed to uh, just keep on folk and say, whoa, man, and just, oh, and feel horrible about myself. And yeah, we can feel bad about ourselves when we do it. But that's, that's not really the place we want to be, because it doesn't produce the, the results that we think it will. And so anyway, what I was trying to say is, people say we're being light on sin, but what we're actually doing is being heavy on the blood of Jesus, and what was accomplished through the blood of Jesus. We don't give Jesus Christ the credit that he deserves, and, and the blood of Jesus, the credit that it deserves, because the blood of Jesus did far more than what our sin ever did. It's like we're focused on the size of our sin, as some people say, when we should really be focused on just how big the blood of Jesus is. And that right there is the key. You know, we're still going to struggle we're, all of our lives long. Uh, we're going to struggle uh, with these various things. And uh, we may experience some freedom for various things. We, we may experience some huge times of, of freedom, and we may not. We may go throughout our lives just going, man, you know, this thing just keeps nagging at me. But anyway, the point is, don't focus on that. God ha is not remembering that. God isn't thinking, man, I'm just, 
I'm just up here waiting until he messes up, and then I'm going to make sure that he knows that he shouldn't do that. He says, I want you to know the power of the blood of Jesus, and that's really what our focus is, is to be. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to go before God to seeking new forgiveness, renewed forgiveness somehow, and our point here is that isn't necessary because if God has to keep forgiving over and over and over again, we've got a problem because there is no forgiveness without blood being shed. And mm -hmm. so if the blood that Jesus shed was not sufficient on the issue of forgiveness, we've got a problem. Yeah, there's no more blood about. being shed, yeah. right? I mean, do you have any animals that you, you could uh, <laughs> let me borrow, Joel, just to <laughs> yeah. get me by? You're not messing with my dog. Oh. <laughs> that's not it's not a i don't even know if that's an acceptable sacrifice exactly exactly <laughs> plus it's a it, we, got, we got a mutt and i think the uh the animals had to be perfect <laughs> <laughs> he's like a gentile um yeah, exactly but, yeah well paul said in romans 6 we're freed from sin you see mm. i mean joel when i was a teenager i, I had something occur because I, I got saved as a like a elementary school age is when i came to the saving knowledge of jesus and, you know, I got a little frustrated as a teenager one time with a situation, and it was really stupid. Not what I did so much. What I did was so minuscule, it's ridiculous. But I, I, just, I just lost my temper. I let a couple of bad words come out, and there was nobody around to hear me say it. But I knew God was there. And, man, I can remember telling God, I can't live up to this anymore. Mm. I'm going to throw in the towel on this thing, and I'm just going to live the life the way I want to live it um, because I, I just can't meet these demands. It's just too hard. And frankly, Joel, I think I was frustrated with continually having to go back to God and confess faults and sins over and over and over again, sometimes the same ones. I couldn't even tell you now what they were. <laughs> right. I can't, exactly. I'm like God. I can't yeah, even I was remember say, them anymore. Yeah, God doesn't know, so <laughs> that's what grace has done for me. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about surrendering, and we we did that a few weeks ago. We suddenly put this religious requirement on us. Oh, they're going to surrender everything to God. Well, let's look at surrendering just a little bit differently here. To surrender means to give up, right? Because when I told God. I felt like giving up. I didn't realize at the time that was the place he wanted me to come to. Mm -hmm. Stop trying, Mike. It's time for me to give up and, and trust in what he did. Stop trying. This is kind of a big deal. So when we surrender, we give up. I surrender. You know, if an army surrenders, what do they do? They, they lay down their weapons. They put up their hands and they say, I, I'm not going to try anymore. Here I am. And so that's kind of what we do with God. It's not that we have to give everything up. It's just that we give up. We stop trying. And instead of trying to surrender our all, we just submit to him. We place ourselves under him, his blood, his finished work. And instead of trying to live by thou shall not, which will increase sin and cause more sin consciousness, guilty conscience. Instead of that, we now live in the ministry of the Holy Spirit who resides in us and who will bear his fruit through us. Mm -hmm. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, and so on. Yeah, because as Colossians 2 says, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Christ, 
in him <laughs> dwells all the fullness of God. And you are in him, and he is in you. And you have what he has, and that is completeness, that's fullness, that's wholeness. Now, uh, in our soul, our mindsets aren't always going to line up with that reality. It is the truth. It is the reality. And sometimes our actions don't line up with it. But yet it remains true. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus, because of what Christ has done, because Christ, in, in him, dwells the fullness of God, and you are complete in him. And since you're in him and he is in you, you don't have to worry. Again, we're not saying that uh, sin is good. We're not saying that bad behavior is good. We're not calling bad good and good bad. Of course not. We're just saying that the blood of Jesus Christ is far bigger than any of our uh, actions here on this earth. And we can rest in that because, you know, Jesus, what he did was sufficient. I mean, do you find yourself feeling the need to ask God for forgiveness over and over again? Well, coming up next week, we'll talk about that, you know, wondering where you stand with God all the time. <laughs> well, the good news is that the gospel is never meant to be about us and our performance, but it's entirely contained in the person of Jesus Christ. That's what we'll talk about next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.